This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by McDelivery, bringing you the food you love. McDelivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the results, you'll always be winning with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app and you'll get rewards points delivered too. So that ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus rewards registration required. Points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Opening up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. This podcast is brought to you by our sponsors at Loserpool. Be the last man standing and win £1,000 guaranteed at loserpool.com. For all your taxi needs, download the ADT Taxi app on your smartphone and book your taxi now at ADT Taxis. Do you enjoy betting against your mates? Then it's time to check out Who Knows Wins. Who Knows Wins are changing the culture of gambling by making it social. They have removed the bookies from the equation and now you can bet on sports against your mates and friends. It's a great way to rake in the cash from your friends and have a bit of banter along the way in the chat section. No odds, no bookmakers. This is all about the prediction on sporting events. The more you know, the more you win. Download the app on the Apple Store or Google Play Store. For more information, visit their website at whoknowswins.com. Welcome to this week's 100% LCFC podcast and also out as a video now on our LeicesterFanTV.com website and YouTube channel. Make sure you hit the subscribe button. You can also follow us on socials at 100LCFC on Twitter and also on Facebook as well as our Instagram account now as well. We have socials everywhere, Phil. I have Phil here. Um, He's sitting on the line. Phil Holloway, um, the boss, the gaffer. Uh, Coming back off a 5-0 win, that's 5 against Newcastle. Can you believe it, Leicester fans? It's it's unbelievable. Phil, welcome to the show. All right, Chappers, how are you? I'm brilliant, mate. Thank you for asking. Um, quick, Just very quickly, last night, well, yesterday evening really, uh, 5-0, got home. I'm still buzzing now, 24 hours after the game just kicked off. I'm still buzzing. Yeah, it was it was good, wasn't it? I mean, Leicester were in very, very good form and, and grew and got stronger during the game. And you could say the exact opposite for Newcastle, sadly. They, they started off quite brightly and looked perhaps more likely to score in that first 15, 20 minutes. But boy, did they drop off. Yeah, they did drop off, mate. Um, but this week's episode isn't about last week's news. It's about this week's news. Liverpool at the weekend, Phil, and we could be the team to finally uh, knock them off their pedestal, so to speak. 
Yeah, I think they're seven unbeaten this season, aren't they, Lee? And I think, is it 14 on the trot? They've, they've gone undefeated, something like that for Liverpool. It's, um, yeah, it's ridiculous. Their form is unbelievable. I, I believe they've got seven wins in this season so far on the bounce, which is, I think, a Premier League record um, coming up to the weekend if we don't beat them. It's a great time to play them, Lee, because at some point that record's got to come to an end and, and most people will not fancy us to, to, to get much from Anfield. And we know that in the past, like last season, even when Liverpool were in that great form, we did go there and pick up a draw. And you could argue we, that was part of the reason they didn't win the Premier League last season. Yeah, um, I think it was neck and neck between them two all the way through. And they were probably, like you said, they were, I think they were unlucky not to have won the league, to be fair. Um, I think they this season look like they will do it. I think this is going to be, quote-unquote, their year. <laughs> Do you? Yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced yet. I think it's way too early to say uh, who's going to win it. I think I think Man, Man City, Liverpool are looking good again. Obviously, Man City have dropped a few points already, but there's 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 lots of time for it. And late, let's not rule Leicester out yet. Yeah, you're right, mate. Um, I do have a, a, a Liverpool away perspective on the show uh, coming up, which is uh, from the Cop On podcast. Um, so we will get into that a little bit later. But right now, we ha- do have something else to talk about, which is brand new to uh, 100% LCFC Leicester Fan TV, uh, which is the uh, Who Knows Wins. Can you tell me a little bit about that Who Knows Wins, Phil? Yeah, Lee. I mean, it's it's sort of set up. It's a new app, and we're, we're going to give it a try. It looks like it's good fun. You and me have, have picked our teams. We'll go through those in a minute. Who we think is going to win? Effectively, we're going to set up a, a mini league each week and pick four, five, six games. Of course, the Leicester game in there. And yet you simply have to pick whether you think it's a home win, a draw, or an away win for the games. And we'll share. I'm sure we'll share the links across all the social media channels. But that's what it is. You, you chuck in. It's five quid a player. The pool of whatever money is took in is just split between a winner and a second place winner. So it's like us having a bet down the pub, really, chappers, and just chucking a fiver in each. See who's got the best football knowledge between us. Obviously, that's going to be me rather than you later. <laughs> uh, the, the thing is, Phil, with this, though, it's a little bit different to uh, going down the bookies. There's no bookmakers, like you say. No. Uh, and uh, it's cutting out that, that, you know, the big the big man in the middle but it's a safe way to bet against your friends with you know if someone's you, there's always one in a group that don't pay out this <laughs> this you know you know what i mean um this is a guaranteed way of of betting safely between between yourselves uh, as a group there is public and private groups available as well so you should check that out download the app who knows wins and have a look and you can compete against us we've just set up a league and uh, i'm sure phil will tell you more about that yeah, it's, uh, there's six games in it this week, I think, Chappers. And like you say, we're just chucking. It's not like you're getting odds of three to one or ten to one, anything like that. It's just if 10 players play, there's going to be a £50 pot that gets shared. If there's 100 players, it's obviously a much bigger pot. So we'll see how many Leicester players fans come in and have a go on it. But it, it just feels like it is that sort of thing where you're down the pub with your mates and you all say, right, let's chuck a fiver in and see who can get the most scores results right this weekend. Yeah, I'm going to tell you mine. I've gone for Tottenham to beat Brighton uh, and Everton to beat Burnley. Uh, That's two away fixtures, uh, uh, two away wins, sorry. I've gone for a draw between Leicester and Liverpool. Yeah, I agree Uh, with you on that, Lee. I think we can take a point, to be quite honest there. And I'd, I'd definitely take a point all day long with the form they're in. 
Yeah, I think I think Leicester can go to Liverpool and pick up a point. We did it last year. I've, I've got half. I mean, I'm perhaps just half daydreaming, but I'd love us to win there, obviously. Um, but I think we can get a point. Yeah, the, the difficult tie, I think, between Norwich and Villa. Yeah, I've gone for a draw there myself, Lee. I've gone for a Villa away win. Yeah, Norwich beat a Man City, but they've also had a couple of dodgy results. Yeah. Villa on the day looked quite good with Jack Grealish. He's a good player. and But uh, yeah, I, that's why I went for the draw. I just sat in the middle with that one. Uh, uh, Watford at home against the Blades. Who have you gone? you gone for Watford? Yeah. Have you? They look rubbish. I I've, gone for, I know. I've gone for Sheffield United who look like they're playing with passion and heart and everything you want out of the team. They do, but I'm one of these that always drops one random, uh, you know, like on your accumulator where you, you chuck one in to boost the odds. I've, I've done that. <laughs> so you've gone for a Watford win. Well, they are at home and again, I don't know, they just they just look like it's not happening for Watford this season. So I've, I've gone for Sheffield United on that one. Okay, and West Ham United versus Palace. I've gone for a West Ham home win. Yeah, I, I I agree with you. I've gone for West Ham home win. They look likely they could be our biggest rivals to yep. to get into that top top. I'm going to say top four at the moment. <laughs> You yeah, know, they, I, I, they're looking up for it like Leicester are. I agree, mate. I completely agree. Um, do you think we will finish in the top four, Phil? Or is top six more of a a certain than top four? Uh, before the season started, I'm, I'm like, look, if we can break into that top six, that's a that's a great season, especially if you can get well down into a cup final, maybe the League Cup or something like that. I'll tell you what, Lee, the more this season's opening out, Chelsea are mixed up. They're going to win some, lose some with that young team. Man United, God, you know, they're not looking great. Arsenal's no. not looking great. There's definitely issues at Tottenham Hotspur, if you read, believe half what you read in the paper between players falling out with managers and that at Spurs. It's, I think it's wide open this season. I just, like you said earlier, Man City and Liverpool probably are going to be the two front runners that keep, I mean, they're already starting to edge away. But the positions three, four, five and six, I think that's wide open. It certainly is, Phil. Um, Brendan Rodgers has done a f- fantastic job at Leicester, uh, and he's put us right up there with with the boys. You know, the big top six sort of big boys. Um, I I can only see us finishing in the top six. However, if we don't, I, I will still accept a top ten top ten finish. I've I've been uh, slated for that, by the way, um, saying that I'll be more than happy for a top ten finish. But I'm one of these fans that doesn't forget where we were just over five years ago. You know, we were nowhere. We weren't in the Premier League. It wasn't. It wasn't happening for us again. So I, I don't want to get too too optimistic, if you know what I mean. Yeah, I, Lee. We we against Newcastle. I mean, their fans were fantastic. A real, really well done to them. But I said to my lad when we were watching it, I said those poor fans have had nothing to cheer. I think they won the FA Cup in the late fifties. Yeah. So they've had, they've had nothing to cheer in. I don't know. What's that? 60, 70 years ago. And I said, if you think what we've, we've been through as Leicester fans in my lifetime, I've seen us win league cups, a couple of them at league one, the championship, the premier league, obviously, you know, we've had it pretty good, like you say, but we do remember where we've come from, but, I'm going to slightly disagree with you, Lee. I think I'm now in the no. Come on, let's get this top yeah, top six done this yeah, season. Yeah, look, that's I want that. What Vichai? Well. That's what Vichai said. Of course, a couple of years ago, didn't he? He said, "I'm going to turn Leicester into a top five team," and we all laughed. And the, forget the Premier League win. 
that's that's pretty much where we're heading. Yeah. Vichai's dream, top five. Definitely, mate. Um, I posted a video uh, on my personal YouTube channel uh, to do with the, uh, the the training ground that's being built. Um, you can check that out on my channel, uh, Lee Chappie, youtube.com Lee Chappie. You'll see that there was an overhead view uh, by a, a camera and uh, it, it's looking like it's really going now, moving quick. I think it'll be ready for next season, won't it? Oh yeah, I think so. And then the expansion to the ground should be about uh, twelve, eighteen months after that. So good stuff ahead, Lee. Yeah, definitely. Um, yeah, like I said though, about who knows wins. It's a safe way of of betting between your friends and and you. I suppose your work colleagues as well. You could get involved your work colleagues and make a proper app with it. Um, but the best part about this is you can join in with me and Phil and uh, try and try and take some money off of us. <laughs> They can rob us blindly if they if they think they're cleverer than us at football. And trust me, that to beat me, that's not hard. Believe me, me, <laughs> me, me putting Watford in against the Blades is uh, is easy money for you guys. So jump in on this straight away. <laughs> we'll drop some links in into the description of the podcast so you can find all about who knows wins in the in the description of the podcast and also the video as well. Thanks, Phil, for coming on today. Uh, up next, we do have a an, an away perspective. The cop on podcast i'll see you shortly your accumulator letting you down again you've cashed out early and you just can't win prehistoric football coupons nah have a think about it why not play a new way at loser pool pick a loser and win a thousand pounds in a last man standing tournament be a loser and win at Loserpool. Enter for free now. Visit loserpool.com. Okay, we're back on part two of this podcast. Uh, make sure you hit the subscribe button on SoundCloud and iTunes, and you're also watching maybe on our new YouTube channel, Leicester Fan TV. You can visit our website at leicesterfantv.com. Like I said, we have an away perspective, and we have with us Owen from the Cop On podcast. Hello, Owen. Hi, Lee. How are you? Thanks for having me on. No, uh, pleasure. We're we're, uh, we're sort of doing a cross channel right now, aren't we? We're doing this for for your podcast, and we're doing it for ours as well. Indeed. So welcome as well to you uh, um, to Cop On Podcast. It's great to have you back. Brilliant. I, I, we've spoke. Uh, I think was it last season that we spoke. It was, yeah. And you went on to win the the Champions of Europe. How was that? I mean, it was unbelievable. I mean, I I, I got I got a bus. Uh, I live in in Paris, and I got a bus eighteen hours just to be in Madrid. Um, I didn't have a ticket or anything, but I was just there wow. soaking up the atmosphere. I knew it was going to be our year, and uh, you know, we all did. All of the Liverpool fans we were full of confidence after that incredible Barcelona comeback. Our name was on the cup, and then Divock Origi again sealed it, and it was just a joyous thing. It's so nice to be the champions of Europe yet again. It's an incredible feeling. It's just unbelievable, and I think. I can say this as a Leicester fan. I think that's one cup I just don't think we will ever really get our hands on, to be quite honest. I think it's just a little bit too far out of our depth. But you never know. 
<laughs> you never know. Would you, never you know. have said that about the Premier exactly. League about 10 years ago, maybe? You know? Exactly. Uh, well, funny that we've actually won the Premier League and you guys, I know you've won the league itself, but you've not won it since it's turned into the Premier League. Um, let's talk about that second. I've got a question for you. Do you think this is your year to win the Premier League? Well, my heart says yes, and my head says yes, and there are other, you know, more unspeakable parts of my body that also say yes, um, because, I mean, we've been getting closer and closer under Jurgen Klopp by making giant strides every season, um, and I think, I mean, it's still early doors. I mean, you know, we, we normally don't count the league table until 10 games in. It's only seven games in. But, you know, I think everything's aligning. I do think Man City are marginally weaker um, this season than they were last season, mm. just marginally having lost company and then the horrible injuries that they've got. And I think that Liverpool are getting stronger, uh, even though we kept the same team. Our, our morale is, is is sky high after being European champions. And now we're, you know, we're playing like champions and we're having the luck of champions. Uh, so, yeah, basically, yes, absolutely. So you're feeling um, it. And uh, you know, speaking of the Premier League, I mean, how what do you make of of Leicester City's start so far. I mean, you know, third in the table, is, it's great, right? Unbelievable. Um, I, I do think we owe a lot to not just Brendan Rodgers being brought in, but the, the, the owners um, for getting over what happened last year um, with the tra tragedy that happened with Vishai, bless him. Um, it, it, that could have really impacted the club, uh, but his, his son has just... Uh, I don't know. He's just he's he's putting his he's putting it out there that this club's now more important to him than ever before, you know. And uh, the ambitions there, the beliefs there, and right now we are playing like a a top four side. And is that the hope or the expectation for you this season, top four? I think the expectation is to try and secure some form of European football, which is you know top six sort of material. Um, and the hope, I think, is probably to t take it to Champions League. That's great. I mean, I'd love to see Leicester in the Champions League. I do have a, a soft spot for the Foxes, even though you've had some, uh, you know, uh, great results against Liverpool. I mean, you know, you've got a great team going on, haven't you? It's uh, yeah. it's an exciting time, you know. The, the squad is like an, under the age of 26, most players, you know, apart from our main man up top. And I'm sure you've got a question about the main man, Vardy. Uh, well, yes. Uh, I mean, in, indeed, I do. I mean, my question is quite simple. I mean, is he better than ever? Yeah, well, you only need to look at what was put out in the news not too long ago. Jamie Vardy is currently fitter than he's ever been in his career. He has the lowest heart rate he's ever had in his footballing career, ever. That's really interesting. Is he still drinking ports before the match? <laughs> brilliant <laughs> no i don't think so <laughs> well maybe that's it that's why he's kicked in the booze and yeah he's uh, feeling healthy but Good i do I, him, but i, I do think that uh, maybe retiring from england international duty has helped maybe prolong his you know his level that he's at right now because i thought maybe he'd be on the decline by now but i don't think he's going to be on the decline until probably at least another year and a half maybe pushing two seasons well, that's. I mean, that's a good thing. I mean, we've 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 had a bit of experience uh, 
uh, with 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 that kind of thing at, at Liverpool, and you know James Milner. Well, I mean, he's been an absolute revelation for us, and I'm so glad that he 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 quit England, and then a few years back Jamie Carragher as well. Uh, so yes, I do think it's a good idea to uh, to retire quite early from the national setup. But there you go. Hmm. Yeah. Do you, um, do you want to ask me a question about Liverpool, or shall I ask you another one about Leicester? You can fire away. I don't mind. Okay. Um, well, um, I was thinking um, the difference in style between Brendan Rodgers, because last time we spoke, Claude Puel was oh, in charge. Oh, I knew and you were going to bring him up. What's changed under Brendan Rodgers? Right, so what happened with Claude Puel? He came in and uh, he instantly tried to, to stop the counter-attacking football that we played, right? Uh, the problem was the fans weren't keen on, on this because we'd, we're so used to almost playing this counter-attacking every game. There was a problem to that is that we were found out, hence why Claudio eventually got the sack and Shakespeare um, also got the sack, was because we'd been found out. So something had to change. Unfortunately, I don't think it was quite ready for a drastic change because Claude Puel came in and within the space of, you know, a game, everything changed. He tried to move into a position, you know, a, a, a possession-based Leicester. And I don't think we were ready for it. I don't think we were quite there in terms of talent. Um, and it, it just wasn't working. Uh, granted, he was here for a while. He got us through that dark time with the helicopter tragedy which was, you know, great because we could have really fell to bits. Um, but overall, he's, he's he's brought some youngsters into the squad. But I think with Brendan Rodgers in, he's adapted Puel's uh, possession-based into more of an attacking possession-based, winning the ball back quick and getting straight up and, and, you know, attacking. That's Brendan Rodgers. You should know all about Brendan Rodgers. He was there at Liverpool. Yeah, I mean, Brendan Rodgers, I mean, he divides opinion amongst Liverpool fans really? um, a little bit because his record was, you know, a perfect bell curve, you know. Um, it, it was it was quite bad at the start. He took over uh, at the start of the 2012 season and 2012-13, uh, we got 61 points. And his last season, his last full season was 14-15 with us. And uh, he ended up with 62 points. Um, and in the middle was that incredible season uh, where, you know, we almost won the league. And that's what I remember him for, are those wonderful memories like being 4-0 up against Arsenal within uh, you know after 18 minutes of the match and there were just some great memories of Suarez uh, every week you know ignore the fact that you know you probably wouldn't invite him round to a barbecue <laughs> but you know he's he's he was an unbelievable player and as good as as he's been for Barcelona he was just as good if not even better for for Liverpool um so i think amongst the liverpool fans there are some who will just remember the end which was very ugly uh, because you know um and i hope this doesn't happen to leicester uh, is that you know his his disastrous record really in the transfer market in retrospect he signed 33 players in total for liverpool wow. and uh, just in the summer of 2014, um, you know, after Suarez left, he signed uh, just off the top of my head to replace Luis Suarez. He signed 
um, Ricky Lambert, huh. um, uh, Balotelli. We know how that Lazar went down, don't we? Uh, Adam Lallana, who hasn't you know really set the world on fire, unfortunately, as a Liverpool player, and it's uh, you know it's this and lots of other players. He brought in play, people like Javier Manquillo, Alberto Moreno, and they all flopped, and that's yeah. all. That's what 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 cost him his job uh, at Liverpool, I think. But he seems to have learned at Celtic, and I don't know. Um, I'm going to cling on to the to the good memories and the happy memories and wish him all the best at Leicester. Yeah, do you think um, leaving Celtic to Leicester was a, a step up for him or a step down? I'm just curious because the Celtic fans were <laughs> taking the mick that he you know, was taking a step down, but we don't see it that way until we think the Premier League is far superior to the Scottish League um, and it's far more of a challenge and I think Leicester, although historically probably not as big as Celtic because of their, you know, they, they, they've been in the Champions League God knows how many times, um, but I think it's easier for them to get in the Champions League than us. Uh, do you think it's, it's, it's that way that Leicester's a bigger side for him to come to than staying at Celtic. Oh yes, I mean the Premier League is more competitive. It's more of a challenge, and also he's a smart man. I think Brendan Rodgers is, is is a canny guy, and he could see the great potential that Leicester had. And I mean, what what is there to play for in Scotland? Exactly. I mean, you know, I respect you know Scottish football, Scot you know, and uh, Scottish uh, fan friends that, that I that I have, but. You know, it's just not the Premier League, is it? Ten in a row, mm. or or I don't know. Don't win ten in a row. Yeah. That's it. That's a Celtic. It, it, no, but it's job. true, isn't it? That's true. I, I I think it's a better move for him here. But it, do you think he'll use us as a stepping stone for a bigger club than us in the Premier League, or do you think there is some magic happening at Leicester City, and maybe we will establish ourselves as a big, big side? Because that's what Vishai's dream was. Five years ago, he said that he that Leicester were going to be a big six side. Oh, I think you can, you know, with the squad you've got compared to the to the competition, um, you know, this season. I mean, I do think Liverpool and Man City are out on a league of their own, but yeah. I no, it wouldn't surprise me at all to see Leicester finish third this season. Mm. You know, which, uh, which would be great. Think... I'd take that all day long. Yeah, I mean, you could be the best of the rest. And then, you know, going forward, what you've got now is a great mix of experience and youth, right? I mean, yes. you've got, um, you know, wonderful, experienced players um, who still remember the, you know, the league-winning uh, campaign and then wonderful youngsters. I mean, can you tell our listeners a little bit about, you know, the the brilliance you have in, in Madison, in, in Chowdery and these these young guns. That's what I mean. Le- Leicester uh, have become this, um, the old Manchester United where they had like uh, English talent coming through uh, uh, to, you know, to, to really play for England. We have that here. We've got the uh, the young Harvey Barnes on the left who's highly rated. Um, Hamza Chowdery who's in the under 23s who's, you know, you know who I mean, Afro man himself. He's, he's, oh man, he is he's just a ball stopper he's everything you want in a central mid defender sort of he's just unbelievable and he's like a Kante uh, Kante um, indeed he's not English but indeed he's a beast as well at winning the ball back um, 
Ben Chilwell, staple English back, uh, left back. We've got the list goes on. Madison, a very wanted player by a lot of clubs, talented, technical uh, passing's just unbelievable. I think he's got something stupid like 85 percent passing accuracy uh, this season. One hundred and fourteen chances created, uh, free kicks, goals galore, assists galore. He's just he's he's a baller. He's a player that you want in the middle of the park, James Madison. Um, and uh, then you've got Yori Tillemans, the man that got away from some of the bigger boys. Why the hell didn't they sign him? The Belgium superstar. Yeah, he looks really exciting, doesn't he? Absolutely. You've, yeah, uh, you've got the right back on the, as well. We've got Ricardo Pereira, don't forget him. Um, he was an absolute amazing player yesterday. He, he, he was just unbelievable. He was the perfect winger. He wasn't just a right back. He was a per, the, just the perfect player down that wing. Cut inside and got his goal. Worked hard all game. He was an absolute machine. Ricardo Pereira, and he came from Porto, and the Porto fans were messaging me because I've met them through Champions League stuff, and they're saying you've got one of our best players there. Enjoy, and they weren't wrong. He's fabulous. Totally, and on the other side, Ben Chilwell. Yeah, like I say, Ben Chilwell is a staple English uh, left back. Um, I think that's done him the world of good. I think he's maturing very quick for his young age. And uh, I think maybe with Christian Fuchs, maybe giving him, uh, you know, a, a shoulder rub, giving him some experience as well. Because um, don't forget, Fuchs is still in the squad. Uh, he can only get better as well, Ben Chilwell, for me. Well, yeah, I mean, it, it, it's going to be great to see these players get you know, grow and, and uh, get better under under Brennan Rodgers. I do think he is a, a very, very good coach. Um, but if you were, if you were uh, Jurgen Klopp and Liverpool and, and you were analysing the Leicester team, would, would there be any weaknesses, in um, your opinion, that you think we could exploit? Yes, definitely. Um, in the air. I, I think without Harry Maguire, the £80 million most world expensive defender of all time... <laughs> Uh, thanks, thanks for the eighty million, Man United fans. Cheers. That paid for the new, <laughs> that paid for the new state of the art training facility, which you can check on my own YouTube channel, by the way. Search for YouTube.com Lee Chappie. Um, you, that's on there. It's a great looking uh, set that uh, the Leicester owners are putting in. That will be ready for the next season, by the way. And uh, and the eighty million pound really paid for that, I suppose. We could afford it, but I'm just saying, getting rid of Slabhead paid for that. But without Harry Maguire in the squad. Um, we are, I think, weak at the back and at set pieces in the air, both forwards and back, without Harry Maguire. We don't seem to have a, a key man in the air. Wow. Okay, so that's interesting, yeah. Um, I, as for Liverpool, I mean, you did send me a couple of questions before and you asked us if we have any weaknesses. That's right. And, uh, and uh, when when uh, when we uh, organise podcasts, we do podcasts. We want people to expand upon their answers as much as possible. Uh, but the answer to do we have any weaknesses is no, no, no. Sorry, you don't. No. We just don't. Oh, no, I mean it's 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 incredible. It's, this is the best. I have been supporting Liverpool for thirty years. This is the best team I've ever seen. You know, best Liverpool team I've ever seen. Wow. And you know, people think you know reputations that, that some of our players have are, are you know 
that, that, you know, they're underrated. People think, you know, maybe Jordan Henderson is a weakness. That's not true. Joel Matip is not true. Maybe if, maybe Trent Alexander-Arnold, if you attack him, it's not true. There is maybe one thing, though, I suppose, um, is, you know, something that Chelsea did towards the end of the match uh, against us a couple, you know, a week or two ago. Uh, which we ended up winning, but we were under the cost for the last 20, 25 minutes because they managed to outnumber us in midfield. Uh, They tactically, they got, you know, they outnumbered us. Um, Klopp quite rigidly sticks to the 4-3-3 and sometimes, you know, Salah is told to stay up because of his pace on the break. So it leaves a little bit of a of a space behind him, and uh, Henderson was left to track uh, Kovacic and Mount. Uh, so that was a that was a mismatch there to have two players, um, uh, for example. So maybe that's something you can look at is is uh, you know outnumbering us there and with the clever players you've got like Tielemans and and uh, Pereira and these kind of guys, Madison. Maybe you could exploit that. Space. Yeah, yeah, I think that might be a thing because um, at, at, at the moment, I don't know if you've seen the article put out by Sky Sports recently uh, about Leicester and how Brendan Rodgers has formed us into a top four team. But there's some stats that are quite interesting. The opposition passes allowed per defensive action. Um, it's a stat where it's basically explaining that Leicester are, we are second uh, in, in this table of uh, best at getting the ball back um, and not letting not letting the opposing team win the ball either so it's like a turnover almost like in in, in american form um we yeah, are yeah. We, we are the best at turnovers so i don't know how that's going to affect but like you say if, if that's the case with your midfield maybe we can cluster the mid and and beat you through through the middle somewhere i'm hoping with tillemans and madison we can penetrate the middle and you know some nice through balls to vardy and uh, off we go but the previous results, one-one uh, in January, which again is is an away fixture, um, and I'd take that again. To be quite honest, I'd take a draw at Anfield on Saturday. Well, yeah, um, um, I, I mean because it's because it's at Anfield. I mean nothing, nothing less than a win will do for us. But uh, you know, in terms of uh, our expectations, our hopes for this game. But um, yeah, I mean. Predictions are always very hard, but uh, um, you know, with if you know uh, we can put out our full strength team again, we just, I just, ah, it's it's you know poetry in motion. That's the that's the expression for us Liverpool fans. But it really is this season everywhere. You've got players in the form of their lives, and uh, you know it's it's going to be hard. I mean, in midfield we've got Fabinho, who we haven't mentioned yet. And Fabinho, it's, it's almost scary uh, <laughs> how he can dominate a match. Uh, just one guy um, in that number six role. I mean, his his passing is not just sideways and backwards. He's got a, the full range of passes. And, you know, he's just really clever. He pulls players down, you know, the fouls when he needs to. He's tough. He puts in great tackles. He's amazing. So, yes, um, I'm, I'm hoping... That we can sort of outmuscle you with the the brilliance of uh, Henderson and Vinaldum as well alongside Fabinho, um, but yeah, it's going to be a cracker of a it's match. Gonna, yeah, it? I Absolutely. think it's I think it's going to be one. Apart from the Man City Liverpool game, I think it's going to be one where everyone's going to have their eyes on it. I think to be quite honest, 
totally. totally. Do, do, do you have a score prediction? <laughs> a score prediction? I'm going to go with um, a cracking match. I'm going to go 3 2 to Liverpool. Ooh. What about you? Yeah, I, I, I was going to say sort of similar. I'm, I'm thinking a high scoring game. 2 2 or 3 3, I'm going for. Okay, nobody getting the winner. Okay. <laughs> That's what I fancy anyway. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. And for the whole season you're gonna you're gonna break the top four then. You're gonna get into the Champions League again. Right now there just doesn't seem to be any reason not to. Uh, Man United aren't are not performing, though they do play um they're gonna be playing tonight as as of this podcast recording just before it. Um so they you don't know, they might not beat Arsenal, they might not, who knows? But at, right now, Man United are out of it for me. Um, and I think we're better right now than Spurs. And I think we're probably just better than Arsenal as well for me. And and and, uh, and not better than Chelsea as well? Uh, Chelsea's a difficult one because of the, the, the way they played against us. Um, and the result, uh, it didn't obviously go our way. It was, it was a draw, but... Um, Chelsea is an interesting one because they can't trans they can't really sign any new players, but what what they do have is a very 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 good mid with N'Golo Kante in the middle, which we know about being obviously an ex Leicester player. Um, I think if we had N'Golo Kante instead of uh, maybe someone like Hamza Chowdhury, uh, I'd say yeah, I'd say we're probably better than Chelsea, but no, I think they're probably the only team I think that would take take our top four spot. Well, okay, okay. I mean, there's not much in it, but I mean, I'm inclined to inclined to slightly disagree with you there because I I think uh, Chelsea's defence is very rocky, and uh, you know, even though you have yeah, as you say, the mercurial Kante uh, doing his best to you know put out fires everywhere, um, Aspilicueta is uh, is finished. I don't know if anybody's noticed this, uh, but he's uh, he's not the player he was, and he he was such a good player. I don't think he's that good anymore. Uh, and uh, yeah, otherwise in defence, I don't know that Zuma's look shaky, Christiansen's shaky, uh, the keeper, Kepa, the keeper. I put them on a level with with Schmeichel. I mean, they're two very good goalkeepers, but you know, one's a world record, you know, transfer, and I don't know how much did you get Casper Schmeichel for? I think we paid about one. I think I, I posted a tweet out earlier with all the uh, players that we've bought in and sold. Uh, I think Casper was like. 1.2 million or something um, quite a while ago now really? we're talking a long time incredible. ago uh, but incredible. I, it's, it's unbelievable the players that we have bought in um, and the profit so far we've made in profit of 224 million euros on on, wow. on players since we've won the Premier League <laughs> that's so incredible since winning the Premier League wow that's yeah. amazing and Danny Drinkwater that's, that's Danny Drinkwater yeah, yeah and Go wow. Kante uh, Riyad Mahrez and don't forget Harry Maguire as well. Who's next, though? That's that's the big worry for Leicester fans, is who's next? Who else is being, you know, ticked on the shopping list for by big big clubs? That's what I want to know. Who would you sign out of the Liverpool team, uh, out of the Leicester team for Liverpool? Oh, I would love to sign, well, actually quite a few of them. I was actually <laughs> speaking to, because I, I, work, I work in Paris, and I work, um, you know, 
a little bit in football here. And uh, I was speaking to a scout the other day uh, about the Leicester team, um, and because uh, he was he was pretty interested in Leicester, uh, with quite a lot of your players. And uh, yeah, we were talking about you know Madison. I'd love to see him you know in in a Liverpool shirt. As, I'm sure as much as you would love to keep him at Leicester. I mean, he's just such a brilliant talent. Yeah. Um, where he would get into our team, I don't know, but we'd find a way. Um, uh, there, there are lots of them. Uh, Chilwell and Didi. Um, uh, all of these are wonderful players. I'm not quite sure if they would get into our first eleven, uh, okay. but you know they'd be very, very, very close. I mean, you know, you could certainly rotate. You know, they're as good maybe as uh, as some of our players. Um, yeah, so I think yeah, probably Madison Soyuncu at the back. He yeah, looks uh, fabulous, fabulous. Uh, unbelievable. In fact, um, and to think that he was sat in the squad, not being played for a full season last season with with Claude Puel is is unbelievable. That is unbelievable. And so, what happened? Because I mean, the, you know, you're you're the sort of star man for your transfer team, according to the media, went to Everton, didn't he? Um, they paid loads of money for it, but you're still finding these absolute gems. So, what is the secret? Is there any secret? I'm not sure, you know, because even though the media don't cover everything, uh, one thing that you should know was, you know, Steve Walsh himself went to Everton, like you said, and he had his right hand man, which was Craig Shakespeare, who then got the manager's job, which then left. So it's not like we've kept the same staff that are on this. So maybe it's a little bit of luck. I'm not quite sure, in in all honesty, because now Brendan Rodgers has obviously got Colo Torre uh, behind him as his right hand man. Uh, it's difficult to really work out how we've managed to do this because we've been doing it for a while now. Um, we did it under Nigel Pearson as well when he was 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 here. You know, he, he picked out the, the Jamie Vardy's and the Real Mahrez's, you know. So, yeah, wow. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I've not really got the answer for it. And I'd love to find out if there's a bit more to it than just luck. Well, that's great. But, I mean, you know, I hope that you don't get the the Brendan Rodgers things. I mean, you know, because he was, he was signing people for Liverpool. He brought us, I don't want to be negative completely, because he brought us Sturridge and Coutinho, and they were two fabulous players. Um, obviously, Coutinho we made a massive profit on, but he was brilliant throughout his time with us. Uh, Sturridge faded towards the end, but he was he was superb. It was such a joy to watch. But, you know, there are certain certain things where apparently Liverpool have a transfer committee and apparently Brendan Rodgers, you know, um, told them to, you know, he vetoed the transfer committee to bring in, um, you know, a player like Christian Benteke, who, you know, Another from, pl- yeah. you know, you could just tell that he wasn't the right fit for yes, Liverpool. yes. You know, and it's just obvious, you know, and I hope that that doesn't happen. Well, we've only uh, had the for... one transfer window technically with him. Um, so, yeah. uh, I, so I suppose we'll only know when it comes to Christmas time and then the end of the season again, as when we can have this discussion again. Yeah, exactly. And I hope, well, I hope for your sake that you have a January like we did um, in 20. Uh, t- 2013 January when we brought in Sturridge and Coutinho and it really set 
you know, laid the foundations for the brilliant title push. Well, that's, that, uh, that storage and Suarez made. stuff was a uh, thing of dreams, wasn't it? It was indeed. <laughs> it was indeed. Yeah. Um, and uh, just one final question for you from me, um, uh, Lee. Uh, do you think Liverpool will make it this season? Do you think we're going to, you know, end this 30-whatever-year wait it is? Yes, I do. Um, I've been saying this for uh, quite a while now. Um, but one thing I said on 100% LCFC's fan channel uh, after the game yesterday, uh, the Newcastle, we, we thrashed them 5-0, which was a great result, by the way. Um, I said on the cameras, I said, if Liverpool beat us on Saturday, I think it's it's theirs, that's it, it'll be done. I think, I think that's the fixture. Um, but I think if we... <laughs> put a dampen on your uh, extreme fire. I think things might change. So it's going to be. I think Saturday is a fixture that's going to really change the the whole perspective of the Premier League table to the end of the season. Yeah, I hope it's. Uh, you know, but I do a, think. A I do, but I do match. think if you do beat us on Saturday, I think it's yours. Wow. Seriously, well, okay, I, think, well, I think I remember Leicester winning the Premier League. It was the fixture against Manchester City at the Etihad, three-one. Riyad Mahrez flip-flap took one player on, belted it past Joe Hart, and I knew from that moment that fixture we'd won the Premier League. I knew from that moment, and I think this Saturday is the same moment for you guys. I'm telling you, if you do beat us, I think you'll be talking about the Saturday fixture for a long time. Well, I hope so. I hope I hope you're right. I mean, I'm I, you know I was just thinking this morning how I tell my grandchildren about you know our goal against Sheffield United on the weekend, but there you go. We we can I don't know. I'll just uh, I'm gonna bore my grandchildren to tears about probably. <laughs> Every every single match in this whole campaign, if we do actually finally make it. But uh, thank you very much, Lee. I think that's pretty much all I've got time for. Yeah, and myself, um, actually, as well. Um, just going over now. Uh, but where could we find your content, Owen, um, and your, your social media handles? Well, yeah, so we're on Twitter at Cop on Podcast. Um, uh, Instagram is, uh, you know, more a personal thing. You want to see some photos and stuff that's at Cop that's Cop on Podcast as well. Uh, and uh, our podcast is available on uh, all the usual apps, Spotify, iTunes, all that stuff. Just search for Cop on. Um, and uh, yeah, thank you very much, Lee. Uh, tell you know, so you're it's a LCFC, 100% yep, LCFC. You, yep, that's that's right. so, fan TV, is that yeah, right? That, yep, yeah, that's correct. You can follow uh, myself. Uh, I'm Lee underscore Chappie on Twitter. Uh, I'm verified. I'm, I'm classed as a channel reporter, apparently. Um, <laughs> we've got 100% LCFC, which is at 100LCFC. And we have a website, LeicesterFanTV.com. And also a YouTube channel. So you can check that out at LeicesterFanTV or my own personal as well. I'm on Instagram as well. You just search Lee Chappie, you'll find me. That's absolutely fabulous. Thank you very much, Lee. Thank you for having me on as well. And uh, good luck. Yeah, may the best team win. Yeah, I'll speak to you soon. Thanks, man. Bye-bye. Thank you, everybody, for coming on today. Phil Holloway and also Owen from the Cop On Podcast. All their social handles will be in the description of the podcast and the video. 
Make sure you subscribe on the platform you're listening to, either SoundCloud or iTunes, or subscribe on YouTube, Leicester Fan TV's YouTube channel. You can also visit us at leicesterfantv.com. Follow us at 100LCFC on Twitter and Facebook. Give me a follow at Leon Score Chappie on Twitter and Instagram. Enjoy, guys. Stay 100% LCFC. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly teaming up with Free for Mental Health Awareness Week this year. We understand that the journey as a supporter isn't always smooth sailing, but rest assured you're not alone. There's a vast network of fellow fans who share your passion and may be experiencing similar challenges. Honesty is key in any relationship. If your friend asks you how you are feeling, tell them honestly. If you're going through a difficult time, let them know. Open them up about how you are feeling can really make a difference. After all, they are your mates for a reason. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. The same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with McDelivery. Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.